pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Don't tune your dial. 99.8 Triforce FM. Oh That's God. right. We're not going to get there. What was that? We're not going to make it. There's a month to go, and we have at least four more to do before the big 100, so it's going to go you into... You could do 99.11. Lads, we're into decimals. We're into decimals. It's, it's infinite yeah. numbers. 99.999. Yeah. 99.9999. Bingo. Bingo boingo. I don't think it's confusing for the people at home at all. I don't think so either. It's... I, I feel like it's a lot of lead up and hype to something that I don't think we can deliver on at all, though. Like, how can we top the, all of these podcasts weekly, pretty much, and also the jugs that we sold to people? There's the, there's It doesn't get better than that, I don't think. Yeah, but they personally. know that. I, you know, you, you buy a lemon, you know it's going to be a lemon, right? This podcast is a lemon. They know it's going to be bitter. It's going to have a rough exterior. And it's only going to be useful for a few things. Yeah. So that's it. They're not going to be like, why isn't this a melon? They know it's a lemon. I don't know, so, though. This is the internet we're talking about. Like, expectations well, are wild on the nah, internet. Nah, they're loyal viewers and listeners. I guess. We, we made it this far. If you're still listening, you're in. You know what I yeah. mean? I wouldn't say this <laughs> podcast in. was a lemon. I'd say it was a lime, right? You know, Jeez, it's, yeah, it's you're right. Sour. I was way off. It's sour, but like it's close. It's it's British, you know. We're limeys. Okay? I would say that this podcast is like a like a used dildo that <laughs> doesn't appear to have any shit on it, but smells really badly of shit. <laughs> that's my uh, that's, holy shit. Yeah, I don't oh know why God. it would smell like uh, shit so bad. You know, but it looks it's clean. like one of those enveloping shit smells too. You know, Do like you think it people... enters the room and all of a sudden the whole room is just swamped with that smell. Do people, put, right. do, do people put them in dishwashers? Like as a, on its own, would you wash it in a dishwasher? You'd I have can... to wash it at some point, right? You're well, inserting yeah, that saying, into your body. Like you, you, sling you probably it in with... have to get some detol on that. Do you, you know, sling probably. it in with the your, your underwear in a in a washing machine? Does that ruin it? Is there some kind of thermal plastic that melts if it gets too hot? Could you dishwasher a dildo? That's the question. It's like your train. Is there like a is there branded dildo wash? Like, can you get just like a bottle of? Shall dildo, we look it up? I'm gonna dildo wash. It. Yeah. Dildo. Oh, then, yeah. Let me get a little incognito tab here. Hold on. You just wash it in the sink with some hot water, and you just like you know really just fucking rub it. Dildo cleaning. How to clean you gotta, sex toys? You gotta rub it clean. Oh, this is from Glamour magazine. Nice. Fuck yeah. I'm sure there's a, a a fluid you can buy. Yeah. Um, Semen. Um, from any good... Dildo cleansing fluid. TM. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you don't want to use anything too abrasive. No. It's got to go back in there. Yeah. You know, and you want to keep your bum hole nice. <laughs> the and... most basic way is to wash with warm water and a gentle but disinfectant soap or a damp cloth. If you're using yeah. soap, be sure to rinse well and dry. Laying them flat to air dry is excellent, but if you have kids, pets, or roommates, you may want to wrap them in a towel to stow them away post haste. Yeah, this is a very not. efficient way to clean stainless you, steel items and most silicon. You probably have to do that with your flashlight too, right? You have to get that thing cleaned out. I mean, that even more so. Yeah, yeah, because I imagine there are specialty that... wipes. There is, a, and then you can run a UVC germicidal light over it to make sure. Make Jeez, sure. if you're fucking a piece of plastic, how fucking picky can you be? Give me a break. Is it like cleaning out a, I don't know, like something like a blender, i.e. that it's got, I mean, but obviously the complete opposite of a blender. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> don't get your dildos and your blenders yeah, mixed don't, up, guys. I don't <laughs> mention flashlight and blender in the same <laughs> Sorry. sentence, please. Is it, but, but in a sense, like some of these blenders kind of get quite like Gunky. dirty on yeah. the inside. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they get all gunked it, up in like the the uh, mechanical parts, right? Like the blades. Yeah. You get like all that fucking gunk underneath like the, the creases Good of the blades. Good lord, we should have put a trigger warning at the start of this. I can't imagine that anything is worse than what we're talking about right now, actually. <laughs> do you know what's right. worse? Can openers. Can openers. Why are, Why do can openers get so dirty? Well, because oh. there's a lot of splashback because the uh, vacuum seal of the contents of the can. The pressure once you, once you pop that open, them. you don't see it, but lots of gunk flies ah. out. So uh, it gets onto yeah. your can opener. Before so you know, you got um, a crusty, rusty, weird, uh, gunky, yeah. gunkied up can opener. A guy in the office, Will, who makes cave blazers, he makes his own food. Okay, now that's obviously unusual when you say makes his own food. I'd say anybody well, does that when they cook, he makes even his own making cheese. a sandwich. He makes his own what? He makes his own cheese, chili sauce. How, he do you, makes, how like, does he make sausages. his own cheese? Oh, fuck. He was that the guy like, who made the fermented chili sauce last time I was in Bristol? That's um, right, Sips. That's and right. fucking um, Paul opened it and it, it exploded everywhere. It went yes. everywhere. I couldn't believe it. It just it was like the blender blade. It was just fucking in places you would never imagine it could even it reach. Went, it went like, uh, you know, like where the Death Star exploded. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it had that, hor- that, that Saturn ring style explosion yeah, that goes out Yeah, you see like all sides. those little, I love how there's like little pipes and stuff in that the That was explosion. in the special edition, the, the, the ring effect. They added that. That was not in the original. That ring yeah. of kind of debris and shockwave uh, is something you see in movies. That was, imagine that with chili sauce. Like it, 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 it did a ring around the entire uh, games night room. Yeah, wow. it was like, it's bad. <laughs> like fucking everywhere. It was it was insane. I yeah, couldn't believe how it was, and it, the stuff it looked really uh, orange. It was like neon orange. This this stuff. It was dangerously orange. Yeah. I, I've got a lot of respect <laughs> for people who make their own stuff like that, like chili sauce. And man, it's good stuff. It's not. I mean, it's weird. I don't how know if I have respect for people like that. What? I just feel like, yeah, okay, good for you. you got more time than I do. <laughs> if I if I had more time, maybe I would do dumb shit like that too. Oh. I don't have respect for people that do that. What are you What are you doing that takes up so much time? Man, I don't know. I need to do an inventory, but I certainly don't have time to ferment chili sauce. Like I don't. I just don't have that time in my day. Like I I couldn't devote even one second to that. But it's a good endeavor. diversion. It's a good like. It's a good. It's a good thing to look up. It's probably not that hard, you know. I always like, thought that it would be nice to have a little greenhouse in my backyard, but not like a crappy okay. plastic one that you buy at B and Q or whatever. I wanted to make a really nice one, you know, uh, like have one 
Kind of like out of the, you know, the like the orange um, grove or whatever that they have in The Godfather, you know, Some, okay. yeah. something like something like picturesque, organized and with like a mist sprayer in there and like, <laughs> you know, a little, okay, a little is, place to okay. hang my tools and gloves. This and is stuff. very doable. We can make this happen. Okay. This doesn't have to be a dream. This doesn't have to be a beautiful dream. I like how you started off this anecdote with that way of saying things like, I've always wanted something, but also I'm never going to have. Well, this it, it ties back into why I don't ferment my own chili sauce though. I just don't have any time to devote to that. You were just telling us you were a little a little you need a little break there's your summer project build your let's do it i'm going away though like i'm gonna be away for the whole break i'm going man listen to this okay i'm going to telford like next week i'm going to telford for the weekend yeah i know nuts eh god it's gonna be fucking crazy is that for coxcom yeah and then i get back from that and then in like a week and a half after i get back i'm off to lisbon for a couple of days for this bachelor party and to hook up with some of my um canadian Uh, friends right so i'm there for a couple of days i get back i'm back for one day and then i'm off to bristol for a week for yogcon and uh, like a mini family vacation I get back. I got like two weeks. We're back for like two weeks. And then... I think I'm coming back with you, though, aren't I? From after Yogcon, I'm coming back to Jersey with you for a week. Okay, well, I guess Lewis is coming back here for a week, too, then. I didn't realize, but there you go. So now Lewis is going to be here for a week. <laughs> so I have to I have to do that. And then, um, and then shortly after that, we're off on another family vacation. But this time, a proper one where I'm not going to be at a convention the whole time for like a week. Um, and then uh, I'm back for like a month and then we're off to San Diego for uh, for TwitchCon. Wow. So I got a lot of travels coming up soon. I've a lot got, of time to a sit, few, reflect, maybe, you know, make some changes, make some um, make some life changes. Maybe I will build this greenhouse that I've been talking about, you know. I, I might be time. away for three weeks over the summer, unfortunately. So how's that greenhouse that you're going to build gonna get built? Well, I, I don't have room for a beautiful greenhouse in my garden because we've got a little London garden. We don't have one of these big fancy Jersey gardens. Right. Um, so I've got to go yeah. to Leicester, not far from Telford, next week to play Magic the Gathering. Then I'm going to... I'm I, sorry. I'm I sorry about that. I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you, both about Leicester and Magic the I Gathering. Know. Then oh. I'm going to Ibiza for a week with the kids, which should be fun. Then it's nice. Yogcon. Nice. Then... Are you just going clubbing? You know, be, what's the Ibiza trip? That's Ibiza, isn't that like a famous party? He got invited yeah, by the, minis- the Ministry of Sound, invited him out, especially him and his the, kids. Yeah, the actual Minister of Sound came to The Minister to me of said, Sound himself. I'm here from the Ministry of Sound. Here Would you like ye, to come here out? Here ye, I, the <laughs> Minister of Sound, cordially invite you to the island of Ibiza. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, there's a tiny speaker system just pounding out some banging He's house got a music. Cu- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello. I, I love the idea that you're going from Magic the Gathering to Ibiza. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's like both ends of the spectrum. Then okay. it's Yogcon, of course. Oh, another of course. completely Wait, so you're going to Ibiza end. before Yogcon? Yeah. Nice. Well, he's got to get himself, you know, some stories to tell for the Triforce 100. And then there's like summer holidays with the kids around and all that kind of stuff. And then potentially TI, if I, if I get invited this year, which would be like, Two weeks in right. China, 
Oh, it's Mountain China this year, isn't it? Yeah. And Good then, lord. Um, Good god. Internationals in China. That'll be amazing. Yeah. Where, which city do you know? It's in Shanghai. Oh, okay. Which is where you went before, yeah. right? For the major. Yeah. Was the major like a test? It was not a major. Oh. Um, it was it was just a, a smaller tournament. That wasn't that one, the one that was a total mess with like two no, and all that? That was the Shanghai major. Right. So that was that was when James Harding was publicly that, fired. You weren't there. I was not there. Thank God. Ah, it sounded like a messy no, this one. Was, I, I went to China in 2018, I think December 2018. Oh, right. It okay. was freezing cold and it was a very small event, but I'd never been to China before. So I thought, yeah, let's go. And I've got my cool Chinese visa in my passport, which has the China, the Great Wall of China on the visa, which was which was nice. Nice. Um, and yeah, I think I, I think it's still valid, so I can go if I if I get invited to TI. I if go. you guys are away, we we still have to keep this podcast up. I'm, we're gonna have to find time to do it because I really want to, like you know, we got we, we got don't want to lose the now. momentum. They're expecting it, but mostly I want to just I want to find out what's going on. Yeah. I want to talk to you in China and like be asking you all the questions about what's going on, what's all the spicy food, like like what's all the tall buildings. I'm sure we had a massive discussion about this last time Flax went to China. We spoke about food and and everything. Yeah. Yes, we did. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm up for talking about it again, but I'm just going to point no, no, out. No, no, you're, you're have... co correct. I don't want to get into the whole Shanghai thing again. Well, listen, Sips, we repeat ourselves a lot in this podcast. I, we know. should try not to, though, is what I'm saying. Well, I don't think it's going to stop because we just. I think I'm the worst offender very... for it, too. Like the bath plug story. Probably told that story about fucking. Uh... <laughs> I don't think I've heard the story about the bath plug. Do you want to go into it again? No, no please. That's not, that's not, that's not you so know bad. what? I, I, talking of insufferable people, I, I was thinking today about how other people think about. The rest of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was taking my kids to school. Their school is sort of down a little cul-de-sac. One of the roads you can get there is like a little cul-de-sac. And uh, some parents drive down right to the gate, drop their kid off, do like an 18 point turn to get out. Uh, and it's really annoying. So this one guy was coming out of the road. And this other one was coming down it. And there was nowhere for either of them to go. So they both stopped. And neither of them was going to budge an inch. One woman was just the one woman was just sitting there in her car with her arms folded, staring at the guy, very, like very slightly shaking her head. And he was just sat in his car, like with his, his chin rested in his hand, just looking at her, sort of eyeballing her. And there was like total lockdown. And I'm thinking, these two people have just had enough shit today. Yeah. And rather than think, <laughs> like some idiot cut them up in the road, so they're going to think that guy's an idiot. They're like, man, people suck. Yeah. And I just think how quickly we go from trying to think about everybody's individuals to you're having a bad day. To, that's it. I'm blaming every single other human being on the planet, and you're all in trouble. Yeah. And I, ju I just wonder what that snap, where that point comes, where you just can't bear. Like you literally chuck everybody in the same fucking tub and drown them. That that's the the feeling in your head is I, I don't want any other human beings to interact with me. I'm sick of everybody. I feel like you just described perfectly the uh, design and development process for Teamfight Tactics. I think <laughs> I think Riot sat down and thought, fuck everybody let's fuck here you go eat shit here's a here's this game like i i think the people that that made that game hate everybody and want them to be miserable and then they and then they made that game <laughs> it's like the manifest the manifestation of that in game form oh, god it really is however i see you've been playing it. yeah like uh i had like a bit of a mini binge on it but I think I'm done now. I think Thank I'm over God. it. You got it out. It's too fucking random. Like the items and stuff. Just it, the carousel thing is fucking garbage too. Like uh, there's, there's, it's nice looking and it plays well and it's auto chess, but there's just certain things that just suck about it. I don't know. I thought Underlords handles the item thing quite well in that 
it gives you a choice of three when you win the item rounds, and some of them buff your whole team, which is quite nice. Yeah. And I, I did think it was decent, but the problem I have is, what happens if I just don't get good units? Like, what are you meant to do? Because everyone's like, don't never re-roll, don't re-roll. So it's all right, oh, so yeah. I, I won't re-roll. Yeah, you spend the whole game getting... fishing for like the one guy you need and you never get him. Right, and but even then it's like it's all really I'm getting is garbage units. Everyone's yeah. like, I mean, like I could have a level two slaughter, but slaughter's garbage. Everyone says he's garbage. And then I could have a level so-and-so drow, but I don't have any other hunters. So what's the point? So why am I being offered these pieces that literally mean nothing to me? And I, I feel like what would be good is if you could spend a little extra money and, and get an extra piece. So it's like, this piece isn't on the board, but you need it, but it's three times the cost or something. You know what I mean? So rather than just fucking rerolling- I think it would just imbalance the game so much though. I think the, does the, it balance? the balance of the game I, is I that it is right, so fucking actually. random. Like, and and I think as a basis for a game, you're just, you're you're back to being annoyed like you were in, in like Hearthstone and stuff. You're just at the mercy of, of total randomness, aren't you? Some people love that. I think that I think Some you're right. Some people really Sims. do I think, like I, it. I think you're both right. Actually, I, I totally 100% agree with the, everything you guys said. I, I love auto chess. I love the mechanics. I love the idea of it. But it is a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, if you just don't get lucky, or your opponents do. You know, I, yeah. I went into a fight yesterday, and there was a guy with like four level fucking three heroes or whatever. I was like, how are you? How have you managed to get this? I know. You know, I can barely string together like a fucking. I don't think I've seen. You know. You have, it, but that's part of it the game. It is, and it's one sense. of those but things. It's, it's weird. If you're not getting the things that you need, you're meant to pivot out and, you know, it is start all building about other pivoting stuff or, and, or whatever. I'm sure but. there's a skill, and everyone's like, wah, 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 stop whining. But yeah, I agree. Like, there's not enough decisions. Like, I just to, don't know how, how committed I am to the pivot. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like if I'm <laughs> getting to the point in the game where that's what's got to happen and I have to be actively thinking about that, I'll just play something else, honestly. The life pirouette. is too short. Fuck, I hate that. It's like it's I, I, so I mean, there, there is a ranking system, and there are definitely people that are very, very good. Yeah. And if you watch some of the guys on on streaming that that are really, really good, they they it win or they finish top two or three very consistently. Yeah, yeah. So they're it doing something right. Appeals to people who play cards and stuff, right? It like it's like it's like people who play poker and stuff like that. You know, there are. I think it's, it's definitely great. strategies to it. If you you know if you're fucking Rain Man and you're counting all the toothpicks <laughs> and stuff or whatever but like again I, I, you just I have love, to be up for doing it i think i love i love playing these types of things and you know what i think that we give it we we we, we talk about it almost give it too much we expect too much from it like you know i play a lot of board games and a lot of these board games i sit down i spend like two hours learning them like you know i played this game at the weekend um it's like a deck building card game right called brass empire and i've been playing some games with some of the guys in the brass office brass played uh, <laughs> brass empire brass, Brass mm. Empire. Oh, yeah. Sounds so we like, all get a flashlight. I, I play that every night. I'm just I'm um, looking it up on Steam right now. <laughs> and it's not it's not on Steam. It's a it's a it's a, it's a board game. Curses. And um and, <laughs> and, and, and so well Swin Sips was down, we played Terraforming Mars. Oh, that was fun. Hey, you know what? There's a Steam edition of that and it's not that bad. It's not amazing. And but, but there's also all these board games on iPad and they have been for ages. You know, I played you know, all, all just tons and tons and tons of them. And they're good, like, for a couple of games. You know, you spend... First of all, you have to learn the fucking game. Everyone has to learn uh -huh. the game, which takes, like, two hours. So the first game, 
no one has a good time because everyone doesn't really understand the mechanics. I, like, I, I disagree. Okay. I think the first game is pretty fun because you're learning how it works and stuff. And but there's always some guy who knows how to play because he's teaching you or he's slightly more cleaned maybe, up. Yeah. So and he just spirals out of control. You don't realize. Anyway, the first game's always a write-off. Okay. But from then on, you have like two or three games that are good and then you're done. You know, you don't really play. You're like, do you want to play that pool game? Nah, I've already already really played it. You know, I've, I've sort of I've seen all the cards once, but but when, when it comes to like Hearthstone or some of these other games, like like the Dota Chess, we seem to want to keep thinking that they you play them hundreds of times. Like what? But like why? And I think it's the, the games companies have to like try and hook you in and keep you playing with yeah. small rewards and unlocks right. and cosmetic things. They have to trick you. I mean, essentially, it's a mobile game. You sit down and play for a bit, and then you're done. Right? I yeah, mean, that, and, that's and that's, that's what, most that's games. what you. That's what I think. I my my attitude towards gaming has become more of that. Like I think like, where I, I love I think this. where I get to I'm with a lot with of games, now. and certainly where I'm at with Teamfight Tactics is, um, I you know I'm joking. It's I think it's I think it's all right. I think it's a uh, it's a pretty good game. I think they've done a pretty good job with it. Like uh, and like when I say I hate it, I'm just a bit salty because like I lost exactly. The I think last you have to I pick played. up on that though. You have to pick up on the fact that when you're not enjoying something. Well, uh, the, the, I think the problem I have with with uh, with specifically a game like uh, with Auto Chess is that I get to a certain point where I, I like I don't feel like I'm terrible at it. You know, I'm not like I'm not placing last every time or whatever. I mean, some games you just get really unlucky and you do or whatever. But like I, I think if I try hard, I could consistently like you know place pretty high or whatever or even win. But I'm I'm sort of at the point now where. I'm more frustrated than enjoying it because I, I just don't know how to get better. And I don't know if I want to get better at it either. You know what I mean? It, you, you get to a point when you're playing a game where you're starting to get frustrated and it feels like you're not enjoying it. And you have to really think to yourself, okay, am I really just not enjoying this? And like, it's time to move on sort of thing or, or what? You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think you have to get to the point where you're saying, yeah, it's frustrating. I know I'm making mistakes and I know how to get better and I'm willing to do that. Or, you know, I'm just done with this. Like, this is just well, so, not enjoyable yeah, at all games, anymore. Like, I remember when I was younger, I would, um, certain board games and miniatures games too, when I was at school, I would obviously be only really be able to play them when I was at home. And so when I was on the bus, I'd have to read the rule book. Or when I was at, at school, I'd have to like, in my lunch hour, I'd have to like, or... You know, I'd have to like make notes and stuff and plans and read other people's thoughts about it and chat to my friends. And I like that was a different way of playing games to just just the sort of the way I can play them now, which is just be into the game. Like very rarely do I have to come out of a game and read a guide or read a forum post or read it what other people are talking about. So I'm not exposed to that kind of osmosis of like discussion around something. And mm. so I'm very like isolated where whereas like it didn't. Well, I think like, I think if I had like a like a real job. <laughs> <laughs> where I was like, I don't know, where I was able to like do stuff differently. Like I, I realized that like, because me and Sips have been playing Path of Exile, yeah. and I realized I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just enjoying it. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it a lot more when I was just blindly enjoying it, figuring out the mechanics and having a fun time. I, 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 I really resent having to read guides and but, stuff. But I've, I've learned more now, and I've, I regret not having learned more a bit about it i feel like but then again i feel like i had to read an instruction manual there were we games are different there's so many different like weird things and different things for different people you know what it comes down to lads it comes down to this we're not very good at games 
None of us. No. It's us three. Okay, I'm not talking about all the listeners out there, and we're just not very good at games. So what we really want is a game that challenges us enough that we can still win and we feel good about it. Like, we don't want it to be too easy because it's it's too easy. Even a chode like me can beat it. We want a game that gives us just enough challenge, but is still beatable so that we feel some kind of sense of achievement. But that game would still be too easy for everybody else. uh, Games that are hard are hard for us. But they're super good and fun for the people who are good at games. So these games have to be difficult or they're just too easy for most people. We suck. We are the wrong metric. You need randomness to overcome that though. Like sometimes it's nice to play a board game with my parents and and they have a chance of winning through randomness, you know, not, you know, and that's that's fine. Like people quite like a bit of randomness. It feels like a slot machine. Like, you know, your, your units come up in in uh, in uh, Dota Underlords or Royal Chess or whatever, and it's like, oh shit, I just got a level two Terrorblade on turn three. This is ridiculous, you know? And and that's that feeling is like hype. People quite like that bit of randomness. So it's like opening loot boxes and shit. You know, people love all that shit. They like a bit of randomness. I think like what we did was like we when me and Sips played Terraforming Mars, we went through this this phase though, because we played it for a couple of nights. And so we played like we played the first game we played, we didn't know what we were doing. Second game we played was pretty good. Third game we played you know, after we just finished it, we were like, okay, these cards are terrible. Yeah, you really could work. start, people were actually starting to get salty at outcomes by the third game. But then we brought like a new player in and he didn't really have, he hadn't been through that that learning experience. And so he was like, always just going to lose every game to us. And because we, we we discussed which cards were good and bad and stuff. And then the next game, we were like, oh, we shouldn't really even be using these cards because they just make the game unbalanced. And then we started changing the game. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, let's fucking find a new game. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like, it was this weird process of, of, and it happened really quick, you know, as well. Cause it was, and it's not that simple of a game. It's, you know, it's, it's got fucking two decks of 200 cards each and they're all different. You know, it's got lots of stuff in it, but we quite quickly realized how things looked and what was good and what was bad. And it felt like, they hadn't balanced it necessarily very well, and maybe they couldn't. Like, mm. I mean, that's the nice thing about digital things that have been around for a few years, that they've had like the ability to tweak and change and adjust them and balance them into something which is more, uh, I don't know, like, like, like scratches those itches, is fair, but also is fun. Um, you know? I don't... Like, you want a bit of that. I don't know how... Um, like, Flax, I, I could group you in this as well. Like, I don't know how p- people play the same game for as long as they do. That always blows me away. You know, like uh, people that, like I used to play a lot of Hearthstone. And I, right. so I'd watch a lot of people streaming it as well. And I haven't played Hearthstone for like the longest time. I haven't been interested in it in a long time or whatever. Hearthstone's been out for how many years now? God, it's got to be like, what, five? seven? Six? Six yeah, or, maybe. Six or seven years. I thought it was five years. or six, but yeah. And, and some of these guys have been playing it like every day since it came out. Yeah. Like every day without fail. And I, yes, sure. Some of them like stream it and they make a living off of it or whatever. But like, holy fuck, the amount of like the sheer amount of hours that they put into like that game. I mean, I put a lot of hours into Hearthstone, but nowhere near as many as like a lot of people sort of thing. Right. And like you with Dota, like well, how many hours do you have in Dota? Like 8,000 hours or eight, something 8, like 000, that? 8,000, yeah, 8,000. Oh, it's crazy. Like I think the, the most played game I have is Dota. And I'm, I'm not sure like how much of that is just leaving the client open during like tournaments right. and stuff and stuff right. like that. Not actually playing the game or whatever. But even then, like it, it's like not even, it's like, oh, just over a thousand hours. Like, like I, I, I seem to be, I seem to cap out on a game at like three, four hundred hours. And that's like, 
it has to be exceptionally good for me to play you, you, that much of it. This was definitely a thing from WoW too. Even back in the day when I knew you weren't as hooked on WoW as some other people were, in a sense. Like you were in the same boat, but you would just go away. You'd be like, oh, see you later. I'll see you in like six months. Yeah, away. yeah. And you'd just be gone. For like the next expansion or whatever, yeah. And it's like, it's that's I think how, that's a good thing though. I, th- I think, I don't know. I, I think there is something in the, the with the business though, because I feel like you, PFLAX, you know, you do know that you 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 do dota for a living you're a you know high level commentator you you know <laughs> cast and host tournaments it's like it's like part of your income so I'm you not, do I'm want not, to stay uh, relevant just to just to just to finish what i was saying though i'm not i'm not using it as an excuse to say that's why i'm bad at games but i feel like if i played like the same game a lot more for example i'd be a bit better than i am now sort of thing but I get to a point with the game where I'm just like, I've just played this like way too much or just enough. And I'm ready to just move on to something else or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Like, so I'll, ha- I'll have a lot of games that I have like a couple of hundred hours in. And most of them are like, you know, dad games, like Oxygen Not Included and stuff like that. Right, but, right. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, like I get to a point where I'm just like, I've just done like as much as I really want to do in that game and I'm done. And I don't really want to play it again or like sometimes i'll feel like playing it again you know like something like prison architect or you know some shit like that i can come back to again after a couple of months and be like yeah sure you know whatever i'll play this again sort of thing but like a, like a online competitive game like I, I i don't know how people play it that that much like i i guess there's like factors to it but me personally man i would just burn out like so quickly for me it's for me it's um if it was a single player game i wouldn't be able to play it that much um, I, I, I mean, the weird thing is, I'm not like a massive tryhard um, who spends all their time studying and thinking about and practicing and all that kind of stuff. But when I do play games, I, I really want to win. Like, I really want to win everything that I that I play. Like, I, I really enjoy winning. But because I'm lazy, I don't actually want to put in the work to improve or, or learn. Right. So, like, when it comes to Dota, I, every time I play it, I mean, I, I am getting very, very slightly better over the last seven years. But, I, I mean, when I compare how I am now compared to five years ago, I, I was genuinely awful. But now, I mean, like, I'm, I'm average. Like, I'm an average Dota player. Sometimes do some good stuff, sometimes do some bad stuff, but, but pretty average. Uh. But given that I'm old as fuck and learned a brand new game from scratch, I don't think that's too bad. Um, and... You think about when you're 18 or 19 and you're obsessed with something, it's a lot easier to just absorb yeah. like every aspect of it and throw yourself in. My, I see my kids doing it. Like my, my eldest is really into to games. And when she wants to, to learn something, she'll get every source of knowledge she can about it, absorb it, read it. She's reading it while she's having breakfast. She's reading it as soon as she gets home from work, uh, from school. Um, we haven't sent her out to work yet. And, you know, she, she's watching videos about it. She's like, she's obsessed. So her current thing she really wants to play at the moment is actually Dota. Right. And I know that if she if she really, <laughs> she, she wants to play against bots, and I, that's all I'll let her do till she's like probably about 15, um, because it's so toxic. <laughs> definitely won't let it, definitely won't let her use a microphone. Oh my God. Um, but so she, I know that when, when she starts playing Dota, which she inevitably will, she's going to be way better than me in like two years. Like way better. The reactions would be there. Two the, years, the two speed. days. No, no, no. It, it takes a no, long time. No, no, no. You're overreacting yourself. No, P-Fax. I'm telling you. You're an it old takes man. a long time to learn. Oh, my hands are all arthritic. I don't know how I can still play Delta. <laughs> oh, she's not, she's not oh going to. The thing is, she will sit and read the patch notes. Like that's the kind of stuff that I can imagine her reading. She is a massive nerd, bless her, and she would she will 100 percent love reading about every single hero and all the counters and all the spells and all the details and all the interactions, and it will all be stored in her Galactus brain to, to, to remember. But 
it, it does still take time to just learn everything because there's some stuff you just haven't seen, uh-huh. like ju- juke spots and all that kind of stuff, and all kinds of little things like snatching the ages the first time you do that, the timing it just right, knowing where the enemy team is. It's all experience, you know. It's not that's not Twitch reactions. That's literally just experience of oh shit. I've never lost a game that way, and now I know. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I reckon in two years she'll be able to crush me um, mm. when I, she starts. Are you hoping to train her into a future? I, I'm hoping not to train her. <laughs> I really Early. don't want to infect her with any of my bad habits. So what I yeah, want to do is yeah, she won't have a chance if Flax trains her. She'll exactly. need to be trained by right. somebody. What good. I wanted to do is learn the game by playing <laughs> against bots, so that she understands how the controls and basically what some of the heroes do. And then to just start playing games and see if she gets better. Um, watch people play. You know, I'd happy to her to watch tournaments. She like I put it on the TV if there's a tournament on, and I'll watch it on Twitch on my telly, and they love it. Like the kids are glued to the screen. She loves it, and they, she's got a million questions. So she's super into it. But I, I, if you know, if a new game came along now, it would have to be really fucking good for me to react like that. Like exceptionally good to knock Dota off that list for me as like the best game and. I don't know how I, I don't know. I, I literally, I, I want to play it straight after we finish this. And I, I, I will, like, I'm going to start streaming and play Dota. But so what is it, is it you, you, I get that you genuinely, genuinely want to play it and you enjoy it and stuff, but do you feel yeah, yeah. partly invested in it too? Like you feel like. No, not, not do, at all. And does, I, like, and I don't feel like this is for my living. The like, amount in fact, of when time I that things, you've invested in that game, does that sometimes put you off? trying other games no. where you're like, I don't no. want to play this game because I don't want to get into it because I'm already into this other game. Like, does no, that no, ever factor in? No, like sometimes I've taken two weeks off playing Dota. Like I played, like when I played XCOM, yeah, I fucking I... loved XCOM, right? And I streamed it all the time. Yeah, Like I'd stream at the weekend for like eight hours, just XCOM. Uh, every morning, every evening, XCOM, XCOM, XCOM. And I literally just took an extended break from Dota because XCOM was so good. But I can't just keep playing that over and over again because it's... It's too samey. Dota, it feels like a different game every time. And when when you pull off a game-winning play or when you, you're about to lose and you turn it around, it, it's too exciting. Like, winning a really close game of Dota, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Um, so, in games, you know, obviously sex is better and being really drunk and stuff like that. But, I mean, in terms of games... <laughs> Very specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't drugs. know, man. Uh, I think owning noobs on the uh, internet, though, is like, <laughs> definitely up there. Fucking noobs. Do you reckon if you were into something else, like, in a big way, your daughter would be into that? in the big way? Um, Do you think it's no. just because you're doing it that she's no, interested? No, no, no. She, she is very contrary. Like, she's into Pokemon. I hate Pokemon. I've told her I hate Pokemon. She still loves Pokemon. She, she, she's very willful. She likes something, that's it. She doesn't care what you think. Or if she doesn't like something, she's like, nope, not doing it. You're like, but it's really no. Do you reckon she would have even heard of Dota if it wasn't for you? No, probably not. But I mean, she's seen me play other games and be like, what are you playing? And I tell her, and she goes, huh, no interest. Mm. Uh, she, she's really interested in, uh, in um, card games that I play, like when I play Magic or something like, or Artifacts, she quite likes those. Because she likes cards, right? She likes Pokemon cards. She collects cards. So she's interested in card games. Yeah. She's we, we had a poker home game and she watched us play poker and she really liked that. She wanted to play straight away. And I was like, well, we're playing for money, sweetheart. So you should probably yeah. not. But she, she wants to play. <laughs> get your you've got, like, you've got, one those fucking, uh, you got one of those like green see-through visor things on and a cigarette <laughs> hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> smoke <laughs> hanging, a pool of smoke hey, over the table. Um, I don't know, kid, you got any money? Me, me and the boys are playing for money. <laughs> you pour it out like a glass of whiskey and you're like, see what this tastes like. If you can handle this, then maybe you can handle the game. <laughs> wow, so, that's no. a whole nother level. 
Get my 10-year-old drunk and steal her pocket money at the poker table. You're yeah, ready for parenthood, Lewis. I'll tell you what, my friend, with that attitude. It's going to be good. <laughs> so uh, I, th I think that's... I mean, there's something very physical. Does she collect the physical Pokemon cards? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, there's something very nice about like board games in a, in a sense that and just holding a dice or a card in your hands, like there is something that transcends like the the. I mean, it's not even not it's, it's, like in VR, it's not it's not quite the same. You know, there's something strangely you can play a lot worse of a game, is what I'm saying, right. on like a table with friends. But I, I think it goes to what you were saying about um why people like and what sips was asking is how do people play underlords and how do they play whatever the league one is called and all this stuff how do they do it it's, it's so random but it feels like collecting i guess like, so, it feels yeah. like doing some kind of pokemon style gotta catch them all collecting shit like if you showed me the pokemon mobile game pokemon go a few years ago and said this is going to be massive i would have said what it's ridiculous just walk around and click on a thing it's stupid but people yeah. fucking love people still play that shit yeah people love random bonuses happening that they feel like they've won something, even though it's just stuff on a screen. It's weird. I it? feel like uh, in a game like Dota or like a game like CS:GO, I feel like um, I feel like the skill curve is more understandable. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like I understand that there's things that you could do to become mechanically better at aspects yeah. of those games. Whereas something like Team Fight Tactics or, you know, Dota Underlords like Auto Chess. It doesn't feel like it's in your control. Uh, yeah, I feel it? like you get to a point where you're just sort of like, okay, I can only use so much and then I really just have to luck out. Like even with the yeah. best strategies and the best foresight or whatever, I really have to get lucky at certain points. And like maybe there's an element of that to Dota and Counter-Strike, you know, you in Dota you might be setting up for big, big team fight and you might luck out that one of their guys is out of position or something like that. Yeah. But it, you feel like you have a lot more control over it just with raw skill, you know, like yeah. with, with I those mean, games. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the guys that are really really good in Dota, they're so much better and they're consistently so much better that there, there is I mean there's a very obvious skill gap between me and say Miracle, right? Yeah. There's no luck element there. He is just so much better than me, and his reactions and his, the way he he can assess what's happening on the screen in a microsecond, whereas it takes me a good length of time to sort of the, the old brain delay thinking, you know, what's happening here or what are we, you know, it's like there's a my brain is <clears throat> processing things a lot more slowly than his is when it comes to Dota. But maybe there's that is a skill. That's something you could practice. Yeah. Like he's done nothing for ten years but play Dota. Basically, he's got yeah. thousands of hours in it. And I guess a game like Auto Chess. That experience and ability counts for something too. Being able to read the board, like being able to sort of yeah. read a game of but there, poker. But there is stuff. more luck to it than, yeah. than Dota, right? I, I, sure. I think so. Yeah, I'm just like it's a weird one because I've been playing it a lot recently. I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to. I, I'm. I feel like I'm done with it. Maybe I'm not like totally done with it. It's interesting, but I. I don't know. It's frustrating. Well, to you. here's the thing, right? I. I. I wonder, like these people who play Hearthstone every day and Dota every day, what they what they miss out on, and obviously they they. They're missing out on the, a big portion of 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 things, okay? And God knows what it is like from it from a sense of like you're not you know going to social events or like doing pottery class or hanging out with friends. I don't know. There's certain <laughs> things you're, time is like a resource, okay? And you know you spend it on the things you want to spend it on. But but if just within gaming, I think that I've found that through doing like today I played and playing different games there is like a limit so like trying to play when I try to play a different game every day I find that I end up playing quite a lot of similar shit or so mm. lot, quite a lot of bad shit and well some, I guess, and I guess that's playing a lot of games every day you you probably are acutely aware of like the current trends in gaming as well because if you're playing a lot of similar stuff you know that everybody is just like 
well, this is the new like fucking genre that everybody needs to be playing. So you, all of a sudden you probably notice like a massive influx of like samey games or whatever. Do you know what? Talking about games re- reminded me, there's a story that uh, that Tom tells. He, he told me, because him and Ben used to play games in Bristol. Like, that's how they met, right? Was playing board games and stuff like that. Like I, I didn't know that Tom and Ben go back as, as far as they did. But way before all this stuff, they, they used to play games. And they used to go to this games club. And there's a game called Starfleet Battles. Have you ever heard of it? No. Yeah. Okay, so it's a board game with a hex map. It's all paper tokens. And they've never made an online version of it that's any good, as far as I can tell. But it, it's super nerdy. And I loved playing it. And it's very technical. And you have your grid, your, your hex map, and you've got your units. And then you've also got a sort of sideboard piece that's like a cutout, a paper cutout of your ship. And it's got all this, you know, they've got this many photon banks and this many phaser banks. It's like a grid. Yeah. It's like a piece of graph. Exactly. Paper. And when you take damage, you have to cross off systems and stuff like that in certain orders, depending on where the damage has come from. And you can select where the damage goes. You can repair stuff. You've got damage control, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the other thing is you have to assign energy. So you've got your reactor and you assign energy to parts of your ship. So I'm gonna put it all into the forward shields because he's in front of me, more into the forward shields and we're gonna have some impulse power and some warp power and all this kind of stuff. And there's like life support and all the rest of it. So Tom had just sat down to this game, he wanted to play this game, he didn't really know how to play, just picked it up, the guy explained the rules and they got all the board, they got everything set up, they got everything ready, it's taken a while to get everything together, explain the rules and they sit down and the guy's like, right, everybody assign it, you know, let's assign our energy and he does. And because Tom hasn't played it before, he forgets to assign any energy to life support. So the turn starts and the guy says, right, you didn't assign any energy to life support. Your crew is dead. And he was like, oh, sorry. Can we do he, The guy goes, no, 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 that's it. He's like, okay, game over. The guy won. That was that. And Tom was like, fuck this. <laughs> because like the guy just took the win against a brand new player rather than actually just say, oh yeah, yeah, just take a point off energy and we'll, we'll you know, you're just learning the game. The guy just took the win. And I think a lot of people play games like that because to them winning is so much more important than having fun. It's the same in Hearthstone and anything else. They play against some newer player when the new season starts and they roll them with their disgusting deck and the guy has no answer and has no idea what he's doing. And they love that. I meet that. people like that all the time. Yeah. They're called cunts. <laughs> yes, but they exist. They have to have fun too. Lewis, think they, about the they, cunts. They exist, but we we actively ignore them and work hard to uh, not invite them to anything ever right. or shun them from events. Right, of course. I hate those kind of people. They exist, though. They exist all the time. It's amazing how many people like that I meet as well. Like, you will not, like, like, like do the most amazing, like, things that just boggle your mind, you know? Like, just, the, like, they have no social skills whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they oh. live for that win. And they're probably going to go write it in their little fucking Starfleet Battles diary. Won a game today when this complete noob forgot to assign any power to life support. Lol. Plus one for me in the win column. He just just take the W and he's happy with that. Doesn't want to actually play. You know, doesn't want a competitive game. Just wants the W. It's just, that's people, man. That's the same people that will not back up when you're going down a, a cul-de-sac and they come the other way, arms folded. They're just going to take the W. You either back up. They don't care if they have to spend five hours there and the police are called and they're banging on the window. They're not moving. Yeah. That's a loss. Sometimes though, like it's the opposite, right? You meet this guy and you play with him and he is like... um like 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 discussing like every move you know he'll he'll be like oh okay so you're thinking this so i'm thinking this and it's almost like you're doing training or something together you know because it's kind of like you're 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 playing against each other but you're also playing with each other in a sense like you're you're it's weird like weirdly yeah not competitive playing games with ben is like that 
because I, I've played games with Ben and he's like, okay, here's how the game works. And every move you do, he'll say, right, you've got to remember, blah, blah, blah. And don't forget, you could have done this. Like he really is helpful. And I think the reason is that Ben actually wants a good game. And that's all I want ever is a good game. Like when I play Dota, I want it to be two even teams and we go against each other. That's why I hate Smurfs so much. That's why I hate cheats so much is because I just want a really good close even game and win or lose, that's fine. Like I'm gonna try my best to win, but if we lose a close game or win a close game, it feels the same to me. We had a good game and that that's the essence of it. But for some people winning is much more important, even if they have to cheat or take advantage of your lack of skill to, to do that. There's something nice in a, in having a pure game. Yeah. And it, it's something nice, nice when you have like, most games you can kind of play, even if you're, if you're quite new to them, you can think, okay, I'm gonna collect germs. Do you know what I mean, I'm gonna te- I'm gonna collect all the plants and terraform Mars with parts. That's gonna be my strategy, and you're gonna go down that route. And if it doesn't pan out, then yeah, right. RNG or whatever, or just I didn't do it well enough, or whatever. You know, I missed an opportunity, or I didn't draw this card, or I didn't do that. You know, you can kind of most games have that thing, and and it feels like you can. I like games like 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 board games. Some board games don't work. Like Monopoly doesn't work because people get kicked out, and and then it's not inclusive. <laughs> the best games are the ones where you don't quite know until right at the yeah. end. Yeah, everybody's right. in it till the end, and then you tally up scores or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't like I don't like board games where someone gets knocked out. I hate that. That's why I hate playing tournament poker. Like I want to play cash poker so that if I get knocked out, I can just buy back and the game continues. I just want to be playing the game. You know what I mean? That's why. Yeah. That's that. That's the the essence of a good game. Is it should be there, should, there can be a leader, but it's not like you're out. You can't. I think win. it like, works it for be it works better for different games. But a game like Monopoly, I think it's impossible to have a good game, right? Like yes, it's I, impossible. Like a Monopoly, will crack. by design, is that everybody is just a cunt, right? Like you, you can't. Well, it's meant to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it it's, it's, a, a, it's different, a salutary lesson. It's a different game, but like some like something like terraforming Mars. Like I would never dream of sort of being so. No, nope. The turn is over. No, you can't redo that. You can't do. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's you're terrible sitting around a table with your friends playing a game. Like it's not. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I want to meet those people and find out more about them. You know? I want to. Don't you want to yeah, talk to them? I, I've said this as well when I used to play Apex. I want to meet people who fucking install aimbots and cheat and stuff. I want to meet like one person who who actually has gone out of their way to do that. And yeah, what what are they enjoy playing them? like five games before their account gets banned? Like it's yeah, who what's does going that? on there? You, like like I, is it are they sad? Are they embarrassed about it? Are they un, unapologetic about yeah, it? Is it's it really weird? Isn't do it? they actually get a thrill from cheating more than they do from from the the victory? Is it the are they just trolling? Like what what is going on? What is their regular life? Are they perfectly normal people everywhere else? Because I've read an article about these people who online troll, but you wouldn't know they're online trolls. Perfectly normal people. They have jobs and families and responsibilities. Everybody terms they're a trustworthy person, but when they're on the internet, they just go out of their way to troll people. Right. Like that's what they like. They just that turn into a, a, mon- a monster on- online. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, I feel like if I met some of these people like face to face, instantly it would click. Like the minute they open their mouth, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I can see why you do the things that you do sort of thing. But <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I just get that sense that there's like a type out there. And like I have this feeling that I've met this type of person before and I've yeah. chosen not to surround myself by these types of people as well. But I could be wrong. Like you said, it maybe it's just like a regular ordinary person that I you know that I work with that I really like but then when they get home and they they got their gamer tag on it's just like they're completely different 
person. They're in, it's in, they're impossible to know. Did you guys watch uh, Black Mirror, the new series? Yeah. No, I haven't seen any Black Mirror at yeah. all. Ever. Have you played Striking Vipers? Do you want to have it? Do you want to go on it today? Because <laughs> uh... okay, but I get to be the dude. It's pretty good. I sent you that VR thing, right? Yeah. The, yeah. So one of the episodes sips, this guy sends a uh, game to his buddy to play Striking Vipers, which is like basically Mortal Kombat, right? Right. But it's the VR version of Striking Vipers, and it's super immersive. You put this on, and it's like you're in the game. Right. So when you get punched, it hurts. Like, you can feel the impact and stuff, but you can do all the moves. So you're, like, transformed into this super agile ninja or whatever. But he picks his character, which is this dude, and his friend, as usual, picks his character, which is, like, this hot woman, and they sort of start fighting, and then as they're fighting at the end, they kiss each other. Right. And it's like... Oh shit! And they 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 come out of the game like, oh my god, what happened? And then they start having wild sex every night when they play this game before realizing, <laughs> holy shit, what's happening? Like, are, are we gay? But they try, and the, the guy the guy quits, and he's his friend is like, I've tried having sex with all kinds of people. He's like, I even had sex with the bear character with the bear because he's just trying to find this thrill. And all it's basically the whole game is turned into this big orgy. So all these people that are playing the multiplayer games get together in like 4v4 matches and just have sex. Man, that sounds um, like the most awkward TV show ever. I, how can you watch It's really that? good. It's it's a really good episode. I, it's actually quite well done. It's, it's, so wait, so yeah, it's, it's all they're right. all like independent episodes of each other, right? Yeah. Similar yeah, format yeah. to like uh, Goosebumps, where it's like... Yeah, or like Twilight yeah. Zone or something. Yeah, it's like... Each that. episode has like a weird sort of theme to it. And like the theme might be... Yes. If you don't get enough likes on your on your YouTube video, you'll die or something like that, or, or like just some dumb shit like that, right? Yeah, it's generally I'd say Black Mirror is categorized as near future or present, and tech fear, like fear of technology, and and like maybe we're taking this too far, and some cautionary stuff, and looking at the extremes of of current technology and sort of trends. So is it is it good though? Worth watching? A absolutely fantastic. Okay. it really is. I'll check it like, out. Like there are some duffers in there, you know, like the old Twilight Zones or whatever. There were some absolute honkingly bad episodes, but they're they're generally really really good. Like Black Mirror is a great. But there's TV no show. like continuity between the episodes. There's no like art no no no. no. They're completely standalone. Right, okay. they're, I mean, the, the most recent series is well. Really there's good. actually he said there's actually references to like crossovers. Like sometimes you can see little little snippets of across because they're all apparently in the same universe. Yeah yeah. Because okay. I know like. Uh, <laughs> I keep referencing Goosebumps because it's the only show that I can think of that's anything like I'd never watched Twilight Zone or anything. But like I think in <sighs> I think in Goosebumps they used to have like uh company names and stuff like that would be the same. Like so like the universe stuff would be intact, yeah. but the characters and stuff were always different. Anyway, I think what P Flex was getting at was that he'd rather bang Ben in a video game than just some random guy. Or maybe you learn a video game and that a guy just Punched one shots you in the face <laughs> instead of like you're like leaning in for a kiss and he just sucker punches. Get the fuck you. off me, man! No, no man. I, 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 was, yeah. I can't remember how we got onto it, but I thought it was a really funny episode. Are you are you jealous of the fact that I said Ben is cool and I didn't say you're cool, Lewis? Absolutely, no. absolutely. I just know I I just I just if I was loading up striking vipers and Ben was there, just saying, you know, maybe uh, maybe the future is is. Different kinds of love. But so what was so in Striking Vipers, 
the uh, the hot girl um, character that he played. Which which hot girl character did he play that resembles uh, the most like uh, a Street Fighter Two character? Like, are we talking like Cami or she was like, like the Chun Li kind of? No, she was yeah, Cami, more like Cami or Chun Li. Yeah, that kind of character. Okay, that way. I'm just trying to visualize. You know, I'm probably probably gonna watch. Oh, really? This might help out later. Yeah, yeah might help me help me we'll later. Go and, um... Make sure to wash it off though when you're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, I'll get the, the uh, I'll get my uh, my disinfectant dild- soap. Dildo, and don't leave it on the. Dildo infect. We need to come up with a cool a cool name for a dildo disinfectant dildo wash. We're like dild dildy clean. Dildoff. Dildoff. <laughs> we need to. It's got to be a catchy name. I think. I feel like there's. I a, think Dildoff directed the latest Black Mirror. I feel like there's a market we can corner here with a dildo cleanser. There's. There's got to be. There's got to be a cool name that we come up with. It. You know, like Vi Poo. I thought that was so clever. We. What's Vi Poo? It's like. It's like this fucking thing that you spray in the toilet. Uh, if you're like at a party or something, you take a, a shit because you know when you're at a party, you might need to take a shit. Because I right. guess you didn't take a shit before you left your house to go to the party or whatever. So there you are at somebody's fancy Beverly Hills house party. Yeah. And you're in this unfortunate position whereby, holy fuck, I need to take a shit right now in this person's, in this mansion's bathroom. So in you go, you drop a real stinker, and then you have the VI poo, you spray it in the bowl, and it traps the smell inside the toilet bowl. So that when the next person comes in, they can't tell that you've just dropped a uh, a steamy one ahead of them wow that's a very specific market yes because i mean you'd have to assume your friends don't have air freshener in their bathroom and if it's a fancy house why wouldn't i it? think it creates like some sort of membrane or something like uh, it's yeah look it up vi poo it's called vi poo i'm, I'm surprised you've never heard of i'm this. already carrying around wet wipes i don't want to add to my 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 bank of toiletries. <laughs> well, I mean, guys, Yonkon's coming up, and you know, there's going to be a lot of people there. There's going to be at least a dozen people there who are like, I really look up to these guys, and they might not look up to you so much anymore if they go into the bathroom after you've just been in there. You've decimated it. You've had like too many <laughs> ciders or whatever, and you're coming out, and you're like, uh, you're going in there. Uh, yeah, I was. I need to go to the bathroom. I'd give it. 35, 45 minutes before I'd go in there, realistically. <laughs> I don't have any respect for this man Maybe anymore. you're right, because we're thinning down like the stuff we carry in our pockets. Because, you know, I've got like a card for my my apartment. I could just beep the card right. on the door and I've instead of keys. And I've got like, on my phone, I can have my cards on my phone now. So I don't really need a wallet. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm running with like two less pieces of kit than I used to. So if I fill those up with a little spray vi poo yeah and wet wipes i think that i have a better, better you know day. what i'm surprised by as well like uh you know cyberpunk is coming out pretty soon and you oh, know like well next year all these, yeah. like, oh. well what you know soonish anyway oh. and you know that you had games like deus ex and games that that deal with you know augmenting your your body artificially but making it better right. and i'm surprised nobody's decided to Let's see where this is going add like an another sort of bit of skin to your Butthole. to your tummy area like a flap like a kangaroo flap um, i think you're talking about a colostomy bag aren't no you? no i'm talking about like a pouch that they that they stitch onto the front of your stomach okay uh but it can like camouflage sort of thing so they put like the belly button on the outside of the pouch so that if you took somebody's shirt off, you would never be able to tell that there's a pouch there. But you could just lift this little flap, put your passport in there, maybe like the card for your apartment. You know, like if you got mugged, 
you, you didn't, there's certain things on you that you didn't want anybody to find, you know, like if you're walking down the street in the hood or whatever, and you got like a, a wad of cash, you put it in your sock, right? So that when somebody mugs you, they're like, give up the goods. That's and the you're first like, place they're gonna look. I don't have anything on me though. And, and, and everybody, the, the situation is so intense that they forget to check your shoe and your sock. And that's where all your stuff is. So you're your basically saying you want a, a cybernetic bum yeah. bag. Yeah, that's like a, like a cybernetic for, yeah. kangaroo pouch that you can hide valuables in <laughs> on, on your body. All right, I got, I got a few <laughs> questions here. Number one, number one, that's going to get pretty smelly in there pretty quick. Right. You're talking about an armpit on your stomach. Yeah. That's not, that's not good. <laughs> well, it could be another deterrent. So it's like a part of the defense system. The other problem is... Well, all right, I know you got a kangaroo pouch. Let's look at... Oh! <laughs> you carry like a fucking spray in your other pouch for to keep your belly pouch smelling fresh. It's like when people say that you should be able to get your bank details, you know, just go beep with your thumb and that unlocks your account. If you do that, people are just going to cut your thumb off. Like, I no, want that but stuff, see, something again, I give someone. People aren't just going to be cutting people's thumbs off left, right, and center. Really? Well, in the near future, no, when, people... when half the... The country is broke as shit, and they're going to be cutting thumbs. Your thumbs are going to be off in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, you know what? They're going to go straight to your bank. <laughs> you get a fake. You get a, you get a fake thumb with your fingerprint on it, and you hide it in your in your human kangaroo pouch. Nobody will find it. You just, I don't need my fucking thumbs. I'm not a console gamer. I just WSAD and mouse control. Yeah, no, but you, you tried using a mouse. You need without to a use thumb? your thumb print for identification, though. That's what you know. You so you need your thumb for that. But if your thumb gets cut off. You could make sure that you have a backup thumb that you hide in your kangaroo pouch that nobody will ever be able to find. I, I feel like that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough podcast. Jesus Christ. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks. See you later. Bye.